Dear Lord, let's impact another leader. In Jesus' name. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into the We Are Leaders podcast. Broadcasting all the way in Austin, Texas. New home base. It's a pleasure to have you. If you're tuned in, you have just declared through faith that you are a leader. And if you continue to listen on, your leadership will be confirmed. On this platform, we have leaders from across the globe tuning in, building their relationship with God, building their ability to introspect and just look at life in a different lens. So I thank you for joining me today. We've been off for a good amount of time, but now we are back. Not going to go daily. Y'all who have been tuning in, y'all remember when I was in New York and I went on a rant. I said, yo, we grinding daily. We grinding. We doing a podcast every single day. (laughs) So I apologize because God definitely rebuked me. That's not how this platform is going to go, but we're definitely going to show up every week with a new podcast. How many days? We're just going to let the spirit lead, but definitely stay updated. If you're new to this platform as well, you know, leave a leave a comment. Email me at jajaglobal at gmail.com. Let me, let me get to know you. So today I got something for you. It's very very deep it's very introspective um this one i'm gonna try to keep it pg-13 but it's definitely something that deals with the flesh and so this one is a little more detailed and more graphic than my youtube jaja's mic uh, and thank everybody who subscribed to that platform today we're talking about prostitution versus god's promise prostitution versus God's promise. The spirit has shown me that there's many individuals, many of you all, my leaders, are dealing with temptation. And this temptation is pulling you towards a loss in identity because you're feeling shame and you're feeling guilt. So my leaders, we're going to work on shame. We're going to work on guilt. Because I did something recently that I truly, truly, truly had to go to God and repent for. So before we begin, my leaders, let's pray. Let's pray. I don't know where you are. If you're driving, (laughs) I recommend you pull over right now. Or at least don't close your eyes. We're about to get into prayer right here, right now. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name for guiding us here today to the We Are Leaders podcast. And we just thank you for everything that you are doing in our life. Father, I have leaders, your sons and your daughters who are tuned in today for this fresh baked meal. And I ask that I get them out of my way and open my heart to be as transparent as possible 
I'm surrendered to your will. So this is this is a judgment safe, free zone. And so I, I pray that God, through this transparency, it seeks deeply into the souls of the leader who is watching this and who's listening to this podcast right now. Father, I pray for their family. I pray for their health. I pray for their finances. I pray that they continue to grow as people come to them for advice. I pray for their strength and their power as they continue to walk towards growth. Father, anything that's been shackling them, anything that's been holding them in bondage, Father, release it. Father, I pray peace over the leader who's listening to this today. I pray peace. Father, let's grow today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. My leaders, prostitution versus God's promise. I'm going to read you a portion of one of my daily devotionals that I wrote down. It was the morning that I battled. Um, those of you all who know me, I've been three years abstinent, deciding, you know what, I'm going to wait till marriage to engage in sex. And it's been it's been three years. And as of lately, what I've been hit with, what has been, I've been dealing with is my, my energy. I have an exorbitant amount of energy. An exorbitant amount. And so... Where I get tempted at is truly from a sexual side of my life. And I know many leaders who are in the same predicament. So I've been battling. I've been battling in that area. Praying, battling, winning some days, failing some days. Winning majority. But recently there was a day where I failed. And I wrote down. Today I battled with pornography. And I'm going to read you this in full transparency with what God showed me. And I pray that this is going to help someone. I didn't even feel like watching it. But I forced myself to as if I needed to release in order to feel better. It didn't work. In fact, it just revealed a reality of my desire for stronger material and stranger material. It's no good. This battle was lost, but I will get back up. I prayed and repented, and the Lord put me to sleep. He revealed to me in my dream a crazy reality. There was a prostitute online ready to meet up and have sex. We met up. She was pleasing my flesh, but I had no mental or emotional connection with this woman. In fact, while she was satisfying my flesh, I was on my phone, not paying attention. She left my place while my friends and my brother watched her walk out as she exposed all her flesh to them. Not dressed in modest at all, but rather open for business. Basically, um, let me stop that right there. She was just revealed, extremely revealed, you know. Nothing was covered. You can tell 
how much she respected and valued herself. You know, not much. And that's who I was sleeping with, the prostitute. Uh, so let me get back to reading. I didn't feel too good about that woman. And everyone believed I was dating her. It was an empty experience. Next, my dream instantly put me next to a real woman. We were not having sex. We were merely in each other's presence, speaking to one another. And the power of this connection was phenomenal. This woman had my full attention and I hers. I did not want to leave from this woman. The connection was everything that I ever desired. God didn't even show me the woman's body that I had a strong connection with. As though he was telling me that this woman goes beyond physical attraction. The drug of addiction that I have connected you with her is that of love. The woman you love will bring you an ecstasy that does not even compare nor compete with the lust of your eyes. It's a love that doesn't require even sight. I've revealed your wife by her spirit. The spirit will give her up. God has once again not revealed to me how attracted I will be to her in the physical sight. But he's revealed to me that I should make no mistake in questioning the spirit of my wife. But Jaja, you are going to have to choose. You don't have to choose your woman out from the sea of possibilities. I'll present her to you. But you do have to choose, Jaja, the prostitute. Or the promise. The prostitute will always be there. The prostitute is quick to take care of fleshly needs. But just because the prostitute is available does not mean the prostitute can satisfy you. Your promise has an arsenal that brings eternal satisfaction. The prostitute or the promise. So this is where we go deep, my leaders, to the principle of this dream and how this is going to help somebody right now who is dealing with what's behind the smoke mirrors, they say. What the prostitute or the promise represents is the quick fix. Let's retitle this. The quick fix or actual substance. Josh, I need you to choose whether you want the quick fix of life. Or the actual substance that I have for you. See, if the enemy can continue to give you the temporary high of the quick fix, you will start to question the worth and value of God's promise. And anytime we question God's promise, the enemy is winning. We've fallen into the trap of believing the promise is no good. It can't be better than the quick fix. When we believe this, that's when the enemies ups the dosage to a new level, keeping you further addicted. Right when you thought you were done, he comes. Here comes the enemy with something new. You still 
thinking about God's old promise that still haven't come to pass. That's what the enemy is telling you. Like, you're still thinking about God's old promise? It, it, it's not even here. Look, haven't I given you something new to satisfy you every day? Huh? Haven't I given you something new to satisfy you every day? Aren't you not pleased? That's that's the enemy speaking. And then what do we say? Yes, I've been pleased, but I'm not fulfilled. And then in the word, it tells you the eyes never have its fill. It can never be satisfied. Never. There's always a want for more. So these quick fixes that have no substance, no staying power. Jaja, you're always going to desire more because there's no substance. I got a meal waiting for you. You keep eating these nice bag of potato chips, blue bag from H-E-B. Shout out to your boy. Somebody give me those. <laughs> Somebody give me some H-E-B potato chips to your boy Jaja. Yes, I've been pleased, but I'm not fulfilled. God has shown me more fulfillment in one dream than all the fantasies he's shown me in seven years. Imagine when I experienced the promise. Let me stop right there, my leader. Let me stop right there. What I'm alluding to is in the dream. Let's not mistake. This is a dream. This is a dream. In the dream, God revealed to me, Jah, when I was getting spoken to in the ear, it was my left ear. I'll never forget, it was my left ear. While I'm getting spoken to on my left ear by God's promise, it is nourishing my whole body. It is, it is arousing. It is fulfilling. It is engaging. It is everything I ever wanted. And it just came from a voice. It came from sound. No sight was involved here. It wasn't needed. But it was real. L-O-V-E. It was real love. Real love. God's love over fantasies. Is way better and it's everlasting, Jaja. Do you want the prostitute who can merely satisfy only your flesh? Those cravings. Or do you want my promise? So let's get back to the reading. You are scared. Now, this is me speaking to myself, right? You are scared. Because you will no longer have this grip over me. I'm speaking to the enemy. That you barely have. Like when the enemy starts sending this extra stuff. Shout out to the homie. Make lit. I know she's sending me something phenomenal right now. Phenomenal. Rooted in scripture. Always inspiring. That's one inspiring woman. You are scared. Because you no longer have this grip over me that you barely have. And the reason I know you barely have it 
is because anytime I'm starting to win, you triple down on your method. You bring in a stronger dosage. My leaders, I'm about to park my brakes right here and I'm about to vent. Because somebody about to get smacked with this revelation. My leader who's listening to this right now, 16, 16 minutes in right now. Do you not recognize something that has been consistent in your day to day in regards to what the enemy has continued to do in your life time and time again? That we always get this, oh, anytime I'm doing good. And you know, I know just the enemy is around the corner. Ja, ja, coach, ja, coach, ja. Anytime I'm doing good, I just know that the enemy is around the corner. And so I don't I don't keep my faith up, Jaja, because I know the enemy is just around the corner. And so that's why I, that's why I stay that's why I stay heavy guarded, Jaja. That's why I give my heart, God. That's why that's why I don't let nobody in, Jaja. I can't let nobody in. I can't I can't even let happy times in, Jaja. Oh, I'm gonna let some happy times in, Jaja. When I know the moment I get happy, I'm about to be sad. I'm about to be set. The moment I got this high, I'm about to be tempted, Jaja. Now, my leaders, I hope nobody really talks like that as far as tonality goes. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get to you, my leader, is the reality of the fact that you are doing one of the biggest signs that you like you're on the verge of this come up something that you've been praying for is close like it's near it's on the verge it's like the enemy turns is 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 amplified all the way up them 808s were hitting before but it turns it up he turns up the pressure so the pressure is there but it's not it's not it does not have victory over you it doesn't have power over you that's one thing we got to recognize we've been given power through the blood of Jesus. Like the enemy has already been overcome. God has overcome the world. You have victory. You have victory. My leader, I'm trying to tell you something. Hear what I'm saying? You have victory. Even in the midst, in the presence of the evidence that there is trouble going on right now. You still have victory. That's why we got to go to God and we stay in the word so we can continue to keep our sound mind because that's the first place the enemy attacks. The moment in sight, right? The ruler of your sight, you see evidence of distraught and chaos before you even feel it. You see it, then you feel it. Or sometimes you hear it and then you feel it. It affects your mind. And so now that our mind is off God and his word and his promises for a better tomorrow, or to use anything that's going in your life for your good, we get off track. And we and we personally bring ourselves downhill by stress and by, by anxiety. Thinking about tomorrow versus like victory in today. That's what this is about. Victory today, my leader. So my leader, the enemy turned up the dosage. Okay, now it's time to get into prayer. Now it's time to speak. I'm gonna, what I, what I see, I'm getting so hyped now. I'm starting to talk ebonics. If anybody can translate that last two seconds, I was in New York. Couldn't pay rent that I was paying that nine hundred dollars a month. 
I couldn't pay it. And I had to pay 250 every week in order to stay in that place. It wasn't it was like some bootleg situation. And I couldn't pay the rent, my leaders. I didn't have a job. Only thing that kept me afloat was God. And making YouTube videos and people donating from the YouTube. And I wouldn't even literally wouldn't even ask people to donate. I was just creating my testimonial and just sharing the journey. That's how God provided for me. The evidence that the enemy put in my scenario was that, dude, you finna be out in the streets in the coldest time in New York City with the same people you feeding every night. You finna be with them. Matter of fact, start talking to them and see if they got a space for you. <laughs> Yo, start talking to some of them people and see if they got a space for your boy, Jack. Like, start talking to them because this is what the enemy is trying to tell you. Like, you finna be with them. But that was nothing but a lie. God was already working on my behalf and giving me the inspiration that I need to do what I needed to do. But I had to keep my sound mind in order to be functional. And the problem is, my leaders, a lot of us get into these scenarios where once we get taken off of our, our routine that kept us so comfortable because of the pressure, now we get into a place where we lose our mind and we start doing things we wouldn't do. We start looking around, let me compare myself, let me compare my life, and start doing things I typically wouldn't do in order to stay afloat. When God is like, yo, just be still. I'm working. Get into prayer. Because when you can get into peace, you can have the proper perspective. Whenever you're frustrated, angry, moving around tumultuous, just like you start doing things from a, a this chaotic space, you can't think. And so we do things that are quick fixes. Once again, this goes back to the topic of this message, prostitute versus God's promise. This is not only me speaking of a woman. This is me speaking of a principle. Of how the enemy pumps up the dosages to get you to the quick fix. Because let me let's be honest. Many of these quick fixes. The reason why we like them, the reason why we enjoy these quick fixes is because, let's be honest, they are real. They are real fulfillment, pleasure bringing things that we can go to. Absolutely. Will it fulfill you for that, for that, for those moments, for that? Will it numb your pain for that? Yes, it will. It absolutely will. Let's not lie on this platform and say it won't. Did the prostitute fulfill? Absolutely. Did the slipping and falling in porn fulfill? Absolutely. And then immediately shame and guilt. Because it was outside of God's will. It's not what he wants. That's not what he wants, my leader who's building their faith. He's looking for you to have a hope in the faith that he's, the, God, the promise that he's gifted you. He's looking for you to have faith in that. Slow down. Whoa. That's how they get horses to slow down. Like with their inflection. Whoa there, boy. Like, slow down, my leader. You're a Mustang. Like, yo, you, you're a powerful human being. But it's God's promise versus the fulfillment. And so my leaders, my leaders, let's go back. Let's go back. 
Let's go back. All the proof for me to remain hopeful. When the enemy shows up with reinforcements, that means victory is ahead. Oh, my gosh. Bro, the enemy has been showing up with reinforcements in your life because it's like one thing happened, you got stronger. So another thing happens, reinforcement, you got stronger. Then another thing. So it's like all of these things come in to manipulate, kill, steal, and destroy your identity. Holy Spirit, can I speak on this? That's all it is. If you can keep going for the quick fixes, you will continue to stray and be that much further away from God's promise. Because now that the first resort is the quick fix, you no longer have eyes for God's promise. Like, what do I need to be patient for and wait for God's promise when the prostitute is here? Very much present. Like it's here. And so I wanted you I wanna I want to get even deeper. Like when we dive into the word prostitution, prostitution, if you really look at it in the dictionary, there's many forms of prostitution. And it's not just selling the body for financial gain, but what it is, it's manipulation and using others for your benefit only. It's not a two-way streak. It's just you benefiting you. And I want to propose a question. Are you, listen to me now. Let's go hit somebody in the, in the forehead. I hope you're sitting down. Are you prostituting God's promise? Think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. Due to the ability not to wait, it's like, mm, mm. I'm looking at a folder that's in front of me. It says Travis County Credit Union. And their slogan is a better way to bank. Holy Spirit, let me speak. Are you looking at the prostitute and are you thinking like, mm, God, mm, I think this is... I got a better way to deal with my issue right now. Cause obviously you're not answering my prayers. So I'm about to I'm about to keep hitting this quick fix. And I don't know what that is for you. What is your, what are you prostituting right now? That is just your gain. And it's like it's just your selfish gain. And it's not you're not thinking about the love that God is trying to send your way through these disciplines. You're not thinking about that. Cause it's too slow. It's not in your timing. You're not thinking about it. And so let me get back. Let me let me attack myself once again, so y'all can see what I'm where I'm going at. Jaja, you going towards pornography? This quick fix to no excuses. Three years abstaining from sex. No excuses. There's no excuses. You're getting attacked in the spirit to go towards pornography. What does that mean? That means you are this much closer. Matter of fact, you get attacked to a place where now that you now when it when you fall short and go back, the same material don't even don't even satisfy. You need some stronger stuff. 
reinforcements. You're not into that. We just talked about on on Jaja's mic the other day. Uh, the, the the man with the demonic spirits, the the legion. These legion different spirits are into different things. You're getting attacked in the spirit. You got to go to God. You have to pray and cast these demonic spirits out, these influences, and find out where in the day you're being influenced, Jaja. Because if you keep going towards the prostitute, you've been three years almost. You are that much closer. So how much more are they sending reinforcements? This is evidence. God sent you a dream that you're not attracted to the quick fix. It was proof that what in sight was not there. The feeling, the going towards God and understanding the true representation of going towards God. You are going to be fulfilled in ways you can't even comprehend. You think your scenario needs to look like this for you to be fulfilled. So you keep going towards things that look like this. And I don't know what that is for you, but this is the word for you. You keep going towards things that look like this, that make you feel like this, that are constructed like this, when God has a whole entirely different plan. And if you remain patient and don't go to things that are quick fix, I don't know what it is for you. Is it sex? Is it drugs? Is it alcohol? Is it cocaine? Is it heroin? Is it crack? Like, I don't know what it is. But you are going towards something, my leader, somewhere in your life that is a quick fix. Is it a text versus a phone call? You know what I mean? Like, what is it? How can we get deeper in feeling what feels fulfilling? More maybe possibly uncomfortable, my leader. But it does exactly what it's supposed to do. To build you up and get you ready and prepare you for God's promise. That's what it's doing. You are being prepared. You are being you are being set up. You are being set up so you can see. But we've been going towards quick fixes for so long that we're starting to become addicted. Now that we're addicted, we think like, yo, this is real fulfillment here. Yeah, it must be real fulfillment. Absolutely. But all along, you've been in the presence of your promise. And you can't even see it. You've been in the presence of your promise and you can't even see it. My leaders, the prostitute versus God's promise. Quick fix or actual substance. You know what that dream showed me, my leader? It don't take much. Like, when God loves you, and he sends his love, his love through anything, and love, you can't say plural, he sends loves in many ways, but when God sends his love to you, what that dream showed me, it don't take all that. God can send his love in any shape, form, or fashion. Uh, I got a homie that be laughing at me. Her name make Liddy, all the way in Chicago. She be laughing at me because of, I told her, man, I'm attracted to these, these slim, thick, big booty women. <laughs> I'm just being blunt, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Pray, pray for your boy. Pray for Coach Jai, man. Pray for him. And she be laughing at me. She be laughing so hard. She be making fun of me. And 
She was like, man, I'ma pray for you. Are you really attracted to these? That's what you really attracted to, huh? And it's so funny because what God has revealed to me, he said, Ja, trust me, man. When I'm involved in this, it don't take all that. Y- you know, we want the extra lavish things out of our own ego, out of our own pride. And we think like, yo, this is what's going to do. If it don't look like this, if my scenario not like this, ain't no way I could be satisfied. But God is like laughing. He's like, nah, when, I, when I'm involved in it, you'll know. And in sight, look, in spite and in sight of what you see. You are going to be fulfilled beyond what you can comprehend. The Bible tells us lean out on our own understanding. So when I see that, I'm looking at it from, I got to evaluate my own self. I got to evaluate myself and say, dang, wait a minute. I am looking so much at life in my own eyes, out of my own will. No wonder we exhausted. No wonder we tired. No wonder we can't be consistent. I'm doing what the gurus telling me to do versus what Jesus Christ is revealing to me through the Holy Spirit that I need to do. What is Jesus Christ revealing to you through the Holy Spirit that you need to do? Where in this message have you been convicted? What is your quick fix? Write it down on a sheet of paper. This is about introspection. The reason I can give you this block note of this voice and this podcast like this, because this is what I was doing back in New York during my hardest in some of the darkest times, I would just talk to God and put it on paper. And through writing down, I was able to look at things from a deeper perspective, a whole nother lens. So my leader, I want us to get interactive with our introspection. And I want us to introspect my leaders. We need to take time, be in the presence of God, no music, nothing else. Maybe, maybe, um, Nature sounds or something like frequency, but just like kind of kind of cut off sound, voices, distractions, and just have a pen, paper, pray, and just see what comes out right. Well, yeah, I'm not a great writer. No, we all are great writers. You may not be scholastically, grammatically correct, but God ain't telling you to be grammatically correct when you write to him. Like he knows your heart, but you need to write so you can see something from a deeper lens. This is introspection at its finest. When I'm on fire, I'm doing it consistently every day. Waking up in the morning with my Bible app reading to me while I'm cooking breakfast, pancakes, omelets. So get that Bible app reading to me, maybe three or four chapters of the Bible and then go to like a proverb, a few proverbs, a few chapters of the proverb and then boom. Go out to the balcony or a coffee shop and express my heart through poetry or just write. But it allows me to dive deep and try to remember the dream that I had. What was my dream telling me, God? Pray, pray over it. And so my leader who's tuned into this podcast, you're in a season where it's the prostitute or the promise. Don't become victim to the absolute allure of the quick fix. The quick fix was designed to trip you up. It is going to look good. Like, make no mistakes. 
this is confirmation that that quick fix is going to look good in sight. But it ain't about that. And it's not even about the, the good feeling. That could be a deception too. From a place of pleasure, it's going to feel good. But we're talking about from a place for fulfillment. Well, Judge, how do I know what feels good from fulfillment versus what feels good from pleasure? Like, my leader, you be asking some good questions, my leader. I don't know who you are, but you be asking some good questions. That's a good question, my leader. That's a great question. How do I, dang, how do I know fulfillment from pleasure versus fulfillment? So, it's north and south. One ignites nothing but your genitals. Let's be real. One ignites nothing but your genitals and your sexual fantasies. But the other one, you see like, dang, there's a long-term fulfillment here. I can see this. I can see this for more than more than three months, more than six months. I can, I can see something here. Yeah. But I feel something in the heart. I don't just feel my genitals. I feel in the heart like, mm, it's a real connection. This is a long-lasting business idea. It's a long-lasting relationship. This, this, could be, this could be one of them hits. Not an overnight success song, but this could be one of them classic albums. Stop going towards the quick fix today, my leader. I'm a firm believer that your life will be changed, my leader. I'm going to end this in prayer. Before I do that, I just want you to know, ecstasy, the love of God. I'm going to read this again. And you can put a blank here. The blank that you love will bring you an ecstasy that does not even compare nor compete with the lust of your eyes. It's bigger than that, my leader. It's bigger than the lustful flesh. It's bigger than the lust of the eyes. It's bigger than that. It's God's promise. That thing is going to fulfill you in strange ways that you have not even thought about. You haven't even thought about it. <laughs> you ain't even thought about it. The enemy's giving you everything you ever thought about. It's easy. Up, oh, here goes. Oh, I see what he wants. Enemy's giving you everything you ever thought about. God always surpasses and surprises. Your expectation. Three times today I got the word exceeding. I got it from my sister. I got it from a friend. And then I got it in even in the, in the game I was playing today. I got it exceeding. That was the word of the day. Exceeding. God is about to exceed your expectations. Exceed. And when he does it, don't say you're not ready for it. When God brings it to you, you're ready for it. Being or feeling ready is not a fate requirement. That's a whole nother topic we're going to touch on again this month. But my leader, let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, 
I thank you in Jesus' mighty name for everything that you have been doing in the life of my leaders, and including myself. Opportunities that have been coming my way, opportunities that have been coming to my leaders, new bonds, new relationships, new friendships, literally are giving us a new sense of identity and love. Like These people are affirming in us what they see, and we're affirming in them what we see. And in turn, we're bringing them back to their identity. As leaders, we're helping others find their identities and, and allowing them to love themselves in a transparent, authentic manner. Like, we don't judge here. It's a, it's a no judgment zone. It's a safe space. This is a safe space. So, Father, I thank you for me allowing me to be clear with some of the things I've been dealing with, some of the things I've been battling with. And I ask that you allow the leaders to pray for me as I pray for them as well, that we can fight this battle. You know, nobody in this world is perfect, and we're not looking at people like perfect. We have one individual, Jesus Christ, who showed us what that perfection looks like, and we're just trying to and working on daily, surrendering so that we can continue to get to that place where not only we're surrendered, but through that surrendering, you're changing our character, you're changing our heart, you're allowing us to be better people, better leaders, you know, removing the spirit of people pleasing, removing anger, removing resentment putting forgiveness in our heart, forgetting of the past and looking forward and moving as we race towards your promise. Father, give my leaders the strength to remove the quick fixes out of their life. Remove it and bring forth power, all power, strength. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Like one of my homies would say, we seal this petition the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We out. Mm.